Hello, hello. So we are over halfway through our Elevate Your Energy Challenge this week, and I hope you're really, really enjoying it so far. So you've already got a few bits and pieces that you can do with the breathing, with the stress, with the circadian rhythm to help you to start increasing those energy levels. So some easy, practical, simple things. Don't sweat doing it all at once. Like this is, you know, it's one of the reasons that I have provided the workbooks for you so that you can write stuff down and you can gradually work your way through them as and when you sort of feel ready to do each thing. So don't feel like you have to do everything every day. Okay, it, this is kind of picking and choosing the things that are going to be most relevant to you and, and doing those ones first. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to move on to eating for energy. Now, this is a massive topic, right? This is huge. So we are not going to cover everything in this one short episode today. But as you know, I'm a fan of small changes. So what I want to do today is talk you through a few of the key ways that nutrition can affect your energy or the key way that nutrition can affect your energy and a few ideas on things that you can do to start addressing that. And what we're really talking about today is blood sugar. So this is becoming a much, much, much bigger conversation at the moment. And I think that people are starting to realise that you know, a lot of what is going on with us is not just about calories in, calories out and all that kind of stuff, but actually about blood sugar and that those peaks and troughs can have a huge impact on your energy. So, you know, we will have sugary, carby things to try and increase our energy, but then we have a massive crash afterwards, which just makes us feel tired, you know, and not just from things that we traditionally think of as sugary, but from a lot of the things that we actually eat each and every day. And of course, different things have different effects on different people. So what doesn't affect one person will massively affect somebody else. So it, it can be quite an individual thing as well. So thinking about how certain things make you feel is really, really important. And I think this one is particularly important for you. If you ever feel like you crave sugar or carbs, which I think is a really, really common thing, if you ever get hangry, if you ever get shaky or, you know, feeling a bit faint and wobbly, if you've not eaten for a while, if you have those mid-afternoon energy slumps as well, then all of those are kind of indicators that maybe your blood sugar balance could do with a, a little bit of sorting out. So there's some practical things that you can do, some really easy things that you can do around that. And, I, and you know, we, again, we buy into like the, the, quick fix culture these days, don't we? Where it's like, right, I'm just going to cut sugar out. I'm just not going to eat sugar anymore and everything's going to be okay. But we know that that is incredibly hard to do. And the fact is we don't need to give sugar up, right? There's plenty that we can do that means that we don't have to just deprive ourselves of those lovely things. So I've got a few different things here, which you may not have thought of, things that definitely help you to balance your blood sugar a lot better. Um, and I don't want you to suddenly feel like you've got to do all of these. I think, again, like everything, it's about picking one thing. What's the one thing that you can start with that, that is most practical for you? And how can you start to implement that one first? So the first one is eating protein at every meal. So protein fills you up. Protein is absorbed more slowly by the body and processed more slowly by the body and digested more slowly. So it doesn't give you the big spikes that maybe sugar and carbohydrates will do. So if you eat sugar and carbohydrates by themselves, they're going to spike your blood sugar very quickly and then drop down afterwards very sharply as well. If you add protein, that definitely helps to slow things down. So breakfast particularly is, is you know, a prime part of the day where people don't necessarily have protein. You might have a bowl of cereal, you might have, you know, some toast and jam or something like that. Not necessarily great options, even porridge. And I know you're going to be like, what? But porridge is healthy. It is. <laughs> and I'm not saying don't eat porridge, but just 
watch what you add to it. Okay, don't just have porridge on its own with a bit of honey because that again is going to spike your blood sugar quite a lot. Add protein to it. I add peanut butter to mine. I add pumpkin seeds and things like that. So adding the protein and the fat in as well is going to help to slow down the absorption. And it's going to make, mean that you have less of a blood sugar spike. You're going to feel hungry less quickly, all those kind of things as well. So that's number one. Number two, load up with plenty of veg. Veg has fibre in it. Okay. And fibre again, just sort of slows things down in the system and means that that sugar is absorbed into the system more slowly. And one really easy trick that you can do as well is to eat veg first on your plate. When you eat veg first, it reduces the sugar spike of everything that comes after it. So, you know, if you are having broccoli and whatever else for your evening meal, have the broccoli first. Or what you could do if you're like, I don't know, having like a pasta dish with sauce on it and stuff, so you can't really separate those things out, is have a salad first. So a salad with some dressing, with some, you know, extra virgin olive oil and some vinegar on it is a great place to start. And that's then going to reduce the sugar spike that you get in the rest of your meal as well. So that load up on the veg, but also eat it first. Number three, don't eat carbs on their own. There's nothing wrong with carbs. We should all eat carbs but don't have them on their own because they will spike your blood sugar very quickly. So as the saying goes, close your carbs. So add protein, add fat. So instead of just a piece of toast, you have a piece of toast with peanut butter. Instead of just a piece of fruit, you have a few nuts and then the fruit. So think about what protein and fat you can add to your carbs to just slow down the absorption of that sugar. Number four is eat sweet treats after a meal rather than alone. So rather than saving it for two or three hours after dinner and having it at like nine o'clock at night, if you are planning to have some sweet treats that night, have it after dinner. Because again, that means that we're going to slow down the absorption of the sugar into the system because you've already had that meal that hopefully has been loaded up with some proteins, lots of veg, lots, you know, some fat as well. And then when you have that, that sugary treat afterwards, it does not affect your blood sugar quite so much. And I think that the final thing, number five, is just watch out for low fat products because low-fat products often are very processed. They often have sugar added to them for flavour and to kind of bulk them up and things like that. So they're not necessarily a great choice if you want to be reducing that blood sugar levels, the blood sugar spikes uh, as well. So there's five different things you can do. Protein every meal, load up with veg and eat your veg first. Don't eat carbs on their own. Put sweet treats after a meal rather than on their own and watch out for low-fat products as well. And all of those things are different options for you to do. Don't do them all at once. Maybe do one or two at a time. I mean, you know, they're not hard things, are they? Like eat your veg first. That's a really easy thing to do. Eat your sweet treats after a meal. That's a really easy thing to do. So these are incredibly simple. And you're going to notice that none of this involves restriction or giving things up. And this is a different approach because rather than thinking about, oh my God, I've got to deprive myself. I've got to cut things out. This is just changing the way you do things slightly. This is just adding things. And it's much, much, much easier to do that than it is to cut things out. And, you know, and there's nothing that, that makes us lack energy and motivation than having to cut loads of things out of our lives that we love, right? So, yeah, give those a go. Like I said, they're really, really simple to do. Have a think about which one or two you're going to start with first. And if you're loving working with me so far in our mini Elevate challenges, then I have something else that you're going to love just as much, in fact, 
even more. And that is the Chick Fit Members Club. So this is my online fitness membership for busy women, where we are all about bringing back the joy of exercise, taking one small step at a time and helping you to find ways of creating that consistent exercise routine, even when you don't have a whole lot of time on your hands. Now, the structured programs inside are going to help you to build your fitness grow your motivation and get super, super confident without any fuss whatsoever because I have taken all the guesswork out and created programs that are going to help you to increase your fitness at a pace that is right for you. Now, if you would love to be part of it, just head over to chickfit.co.uk forward slash members club and I'll put the link in the show notes too. So here's what one of my members has to say about the Chickfit Members Club. Hi, my name is Vicky and I first joined Alex inside the Chick Fit Members Club because I was struggling with motivation and how to start my strength training journey. Since joining, I've loved the variety of sessions and how I can fit these into my day-to-day life as a busy working mum. It's also helped me to gain self-confidence and get fitter. If you're thinking about joining, then I would say go for it. It makes it a lot easier to fit those workouts into the time you have. Right, that's it for today. So go have a think about those simple nutrition changes that are going to help you balance your blood sugar and in doing that, improve your energy. And I'm going to see you back here for the final day of Elevate Your Energy tomorrow. I'll see you then.